1: Hello and welcome to the comedians playing fantasy Premier League podcast with me, Matt Ford. Ooh, a gruff Matt Ford and a clean as a
0: whistle John Richardson. Um, mm. Well, I mean football. <laughs> you know, you do a football podcast. You've got to pray for weeks like this when football is sort of front, back, and middle pages. You know, the bloody revolution started because of football this week. I, I, I don't know if you. Did you get the call about hosting match of the day?
1: Uh I don't I don't want to say. I think Okay. Well, I good on you for stepping aside. Confidentiality I think, is important. Yeah, of course, but we like can
0: assume from that that they came straight to you and you backed Gary right up.
1: Um it's no uh it's no secret that uh, I'm a supporter of Gary and that uh, I was very clear that uh I disagree with the government's immigration policy and they need to provide a safe and legal route for people fleeing persecution, John.
0: Sure. Well, can I just say on behalf of everyone at CPFPL that we thank you for your your support, for the vulnerable. I obviously went a different way. Um, Quite a few calls in actually at the BBC trying to get a bloody call back, just uh, was available. Um, Nothing came back. They went a different way with it. Went with the old, you know, silence. It's a bit of a montage. Did you watch it?
1: I did. Yeah. Out of what? sheer curiosity.
0: Yeah. Well, that's they've fed the right wing press, haven't they? Because uh, actually, more people watched it. They're like, yeah. Well, stick it like that for the rest of the season and see how many people watch it.
1: Yeah, I, I watched it's the first time I've watched it live for years. Scab, mm. scab, scab. Literally years. Um, but John, before we come on to to Gary Lineker and everything that's gone on.
0: Oh, we've already come on to Gary Lineker, mate. That's happened.
1: I know, but before we talk about it, perhaps a, a, a little more. Yeah, I understand, and and I have no details about this. I'm, I'm just picking up from from a bit of pre-record chat there. Mm-hmm. That you mm-hmm. were also mm-hmm. in the news this weekend. What happened?
0: Yes, well, all over the Dunfermline Gazette this week after the uh, cancellation of John Richardson uh, Nitwit Live at the Dunfermline Alhambra, a gig twice rescheduled because of COVID, Um, and I got snowed into my house on uh, Friday. Couldn't get out of my house. Uh, Obviously, daughter's school cancelled. Equally, couldn't get childcare in for my daughter. So, um, had to cancel the gig, which. No way. Pissed me right off, because, uh, you know, now we've got to do the gig in May, so I've got to go back. Uh, the people of Dunfermline have been very good about it, save for a few people on Twitter, but you've got to expect that kind of thing. Somebody mm-hmm. kindly messaged to say, there is no snow in Dunfermline. And I uh, bit my tongue not to reply, I don't live in fucking Dunfermline, do I? That's why it's a tour and not me repeatedly gigging in my fucking house. Um, but there was a lot of sh- uh, snow in Sheffield. I mean, And I tell you what, can I borrow Fordy's hyperbole?
1: Yes, here we go. Let me
0: tell you, this was the highest quality snow I have ever seen. How I do mean, you mean? This is prime powder. Dry, oh, fluffy. It was absolutely ripe for snowballs, ripe for snow people. Yes, Tofu Eater, proud of it um it was just really good snow it had that crunch underfoot great for sledging um it was really really good snow um
1: uh, we'll come on to that snow in a second i, I just want to read you're out you're the official deferring statement. everything
0: this week he doesn't want to talk about Karolinica. then he doesn't want to talk about the snow I'm you kicking these cans down the road mate
1: your official statement which you posted at one fifty nine p.m on the 10th of march You said, I'm so sorry to be rescheduling shows already obliterated by the last few years, but the snow has meant tonight showing Dunfermline won't be possible. The rescheduled date is below. And if anyone there doesn't hate me by then, I'll see you in May. And just to let people know the traction, 28 replies, six retweets, 155 likes, and it was seen by (laughs) 166.7 thousand people. Uh, uh,
0: John, I understand. He's done it in the news voice. It makes me sound like a right twat. Can you read that again in my voice? I'm so sorry to be rescheduling shows. <laughs> <Cheryl laughs> don't like the sheriff Robin Hood.
1: But the snow event tonight showing Dunfermline won't be possible. The rescheduled date is below, and if anyone there doesn't hate me by then, I'll see you in May.
0: Bye. Bye.
1: Yes, Do very frustrating, because
0: obviously um, the theatre had to contact the ticket holders first before oh. I put it out on social media, so Sock I mag. tweeted quite late, and I was like, this is just, we need to get, get it out there yeah. now. To, you know, you don't f*** around with the guys at the Dunfermline and Alhambra. They tell totally. you to wait, you wait.
1: So now, let's wheel back. Let's put some, um, those chainy grip things on the wheel things, and, and drive through this snow. You said it was the best snow you'd ever experienced. You yes. said it was fluffy, that it had a crunch underfoot. Yes, It sounds then that you actually played in it for quite some time.
0: Oh, I frolicked. I frolicked, I gambled, um, mainly on the Thursday. Um, the, the snow started and my, my daughter's school was cancelled the Thursday afternoon, so we did a bit of the old sledging. Um, and then uh, Friday it was it was really too thick to go out in because obviously put put uh, put wellies on but it was above the welly so you get out the snow goes into the welly melts pulls around the feet cold wet socks on it was it was unsafe there was ice underfoot um so you couldn't frolic much but uh i made a few snowballs of course i did a pinged him around a bit and then told my daughter that this sort of behavior shouldn't be done at school of course and wasn't safe
1: were you scared at any point did you think crikey this is a bit too high it's gonna have an effect on our property on services etc <laughs>
0: um well no I, w- I wouldn't say i was scared because i'm hard as snails um but i was certainly frustrated from from the minute i woke up i contacted a uh contacted a travel company on thursday night to try and arrange childcare to say can you get someone here to to look after my daughter. I I would have, uh, I had a plan to walk to my nearest train station um, and try and get a train or a cab from a main road or perhaps meet my tour manager on the motorway somehow. But I couldn't get childcare to look after my daughter and that, that all began Thursday night I was like I need you to go and get my mother-in-law they're like we can't the motorway's shot woke up at 7 checked again just a long day of farting around sending texts and then having to cancel a gig which I now um, will have to do in May which means uh, you know <laughs> that's had that's, a knock on effect on Meet the Richardsons it means I've now got to work another weekend on uh, Meet the Richardsons to make up that time you know and on a tour that frankly and I, I think I speak for the British public here has gone Gone on too long already <laughs> what have you been up to this weekend you you haven't uh you haven't had to cancel anything that was the annoying thing it was it was such localized snow that i could tell even sort of just a couple of villages down the road it wasn't so bad it was absolutely bucketed down here i don't think in london it was really is never really no. an issue is it you people well, move like rats when- around
1: the sewers when you move to Billionaires Row, that's the problem—the yeah. sort of sprawling country pile that the Richardsons live in—you uh, do make yourself, um, I guess, more of a target. Because- oh, you think
0: you put me down as Billionaires Row, not um, not the the London uh, the London media elite that you move around in? You have no doubt have have your cloud seeded to present and prevent the snow. You get your bloody bots up there. You and the, you and the guys are absolute. Yeah, I can't risk uh, rock and roll football being cancelled. Send the, send the absolute chopper up there.
1: I don't think um, when people talk in... Um, Dave Berry, pilot in the old... Uh, in such thing. ways about the metropolitan elite. I don't think it's absolute ready they have in mind. I think it's the BBC. Is it? No, I'd I always so. think of absolute. Well, good picture for you. you
0: and uh, Picture you and Matt Dyson quaffing Talking
1: champagne. Well, you know what? It tastes nice. (laughs) You never hear
0: that defence, do you? Get on with it. Do you know what? Great. It tastes nice and it gets you
1: shit-faced. Okay, I would put in order, not that you asked, my top three um, sparkling wines, champagne top, carver second, I cannot stand Prosecco. Oh, wow. It tastes cheesy to me. Uh, It does not go well on my tongue. What about Asti? Yeah, fine. I I actually prefer um, Lambrini to, to... Prosecco. I think Foul Cremont is nice. Cruz is nice. You know, there's lots of the others in that space. um But I put Prosecco at the bottom of the list every time. Um, yeah. Talking of which, on Sunday, I went to watch West Ham against Aston Villa at the London Stadium.
0: One apiece, I think.
1: Was one apiece, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, have um, you been to the friends. London
0: Stadium before?
1: No, so it's my first oh, time have you been? Go on. Yes, go on. So it's mad. Isn't it? It it's because it, on one hand, it's amazing. Like before the game, when you just get there, you're like, this is great. It's got a kind of different atmosphere about it. And um a friend what, of ours none. You are
0: a different atmosphere in, in that there's none.
1: Yes, that is a problem. Um but there's just so much of it, it's just like wide empty space. It's it's surreal. Yeah. Um, but a good friend of mine, and I'm sure he's a friend of yours as well, Chris Skull. Um, he's basically the stadium host. So at half time he does like quizzes at pitch sides, and he's on like the big, does the stadiums. So anyway, he got question us in.
0: one. What the f- is going on? <laughs> question two. Why won't they stack him?
1: Oh man! But the first half was great, and then the second half was pretty boring. But then we went out in a part of London called Hackney Wick. Now, Hackney um, I think we know each other well enough to know that it's the sort of place that on paper you and I would both say, ugh, yep. f- that. just take me to a normal pub. John, I've yes. got to tell you, I have to tell you, it's a revelation around there.
0: Really? It's like Brooklyn. Are you wearing a man. beanie hat now? No. And Are you I'm wearing will- a beanie hat? Are you growing a moustache?
1: No. No be. You know me. No beanie hat. Do you, no beer, do you no know tash. what
0: DDH stands for in beer?
1: No. What is it? All right. I don't know. Something
0: like double dropped hops or some shit. Yeah. Too um, many letters in beer now.
1: Yeah. Get them letters out of beer, man. That's what I say. I, I will not vape. I will not wear turnips with boots. So okay. you don't have to worry about me going hipster. It just ain't All nothing. right. Like, I have it to sounds say, like it's happening, though. John, I experienced another um, culture's um, ways, and I liked it. it was just it's the closest thing to going to new york it's amazing
0: all right massive like
1: beer you know there was was one place we went into where the beer comes right out of the thing the (laughs) the the big vat it's just got a tap at the bottom of it it's just completely fresh
0: all right well you just wander up and get your own
1: no, nah, they serve you, man. It was a private,
0: what, private corporate, was it? You've just wandered into Beaver Town and started helping yourself. No Listen, no, I'm just bloody Matt Ford <laughs> I went for Absolute Radio. Probably Show me where the f- you know the big thing where the beer comes out of. I want it straight out of that.
1: It tastes right. so fresh, man. And then once you're in there, you're like, "Well, here we go." And I was ordering bites. Um, uh, oh, he's gone. He's gone. Panier, did you have panier.
0: a? Did you have a? Um, what do they call it? A pickle shot. Where you have a, a whiskey no. and then you drink some of the v- vinegar out of the pickles.
1: No, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, do that. you did. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. I didn't. I did didn't you buy a I T-shirt? I I didn't buy no t shirt. I, I didn't buy. There was one we went into. It was like a record shop downstairs and a bar upstairs, but they just sort of oh, ignore you a bit. God. Yeah, I know. There, there is a kind of.
0: Just guys, go downstairs, have a beer, help yourself to some vinyl. Spin some bloody vinyl, guys.
1: But, you know, there's this part of you that just goes, oh, this is cool. You are. You have so changed. I have so not, like, literally. You, are, you have, like, I, I, I don't even know you now. Like, it, mate, all I'm saying is, it's just like, it's cool. They've got, like, big murals on the wall. It's like a big place. It's like beer everywhere. I think I'm gonna well, take you out in Hackney Wick and I think you'll like it. I will make a point of not liking it. And you know I've got that in me. I know you've I'm got it. Perfectly
0: in capable of ruining a perfectly good experience out of spite, and I will do.
1: It mate, honestly, I feel like I've been abroad. I feel like I've come back from like a sort of profound holiday where I've really learned about <laughs> peoples. <laughs> I was like, man, Hackney Wick's got it all. I've been Googling Hackney Wick Are you moving? He's like, Are you moving out east? Nah. Um, but like poodling around on Google Street View, going, oh, this is all right around here. Oh, well, this is an
0: absolute revelation.
1: Yeah. Bigger news, really, than Lineker.
0: I think it probably is, yeah. It
1: explains why you didn't get the call. I'll tell you what I liked about Lineker. Very specific thing. It was the way he conducted himself around his property.
0: Oh, yeah, I saw that bit when he said, guys, I'm just going to walk my dog and do my shopping.
1: Yeah, because I'm just going to get a trainer, cake. Could you uh, let me do that, please? careful you get run over there. And it's just like, he's so, like, zen energy. I'm not, I could just watch a compilation of Gary Lineker coming out of his house and having small talk with journalists. He's really good at it.
0: Yeah, well, I watched the interview that got retweeted from from ages ago when they're having a conversation about his use of social media. And um, Roz, uh, is it Roz Atkins? The, the yes, guy, he's
1: great, the explainer guy.
0: He says, um, do, you know, "Do you you must sometimes want to tweet when you're angry?" And Lineker says, "I don't get angry." And he's like, "You must get angry sometimes." Like. I get
1: miffed. <laughs> it's
0: really nice. It's
1: so funny. It's really been the making of him, I think. Um, I think he was already made. Well, you know what I mean? What I mean is I think it's like with people in the public eye, it's actually can be quite hard to tell what they're actually like. And I think this has like revealed more of him than we already knew. hmm it's been character testing, and and I think he's passed. He's great. It should be really good. Te- I just, I, just I love- loved his tweets today. I loved oh, the little man. needle at the end. They've obviously an
0: agreement. Like you obey by the rules, and he couldn't resist. Uh, just to let you know, I still think it's not as bad as being a refugee. That was such a lovely. You guys.
1: He's great. He's so good at it. But I just loved the escalation. At one point, you're just like, "Oh, Teddy's going to go on strike."
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, I did wonder if uh, perhaps you guys at Rock and Roll Football would come out in solidarity, but straight in there, straight in there at the trough on Saturday, weren't you?
1: Straight in the trough. Come and listen to us. We'll cover it. I mean, we weren't as good as GB News' alternative match of the day. No. Have you seen any of it? I've, yeah, I've seen enough. I've seen that. I've seen the highlights. It's so funny because they can't show clips, obviously, they don't have the rights. So they're just yes. talking about football. It's like a load of people who, who don't like Don't football watch football. it or don't yeah. like it. Yeah. So they, they, it just. Down a canary road to watch uh, Suffolk uh, Yellows. But there's a bit of just describing it. I mean, he's hit it just to the side of the goal, you know, the space to the side of it. And he, he should have put it in the goal. You're like. This is terrible. I mean, yeah. I get why they did it, and a part of you sort of, like, respects the hustle. Well, they actually proved
0: just what a good show match of the day is. <laughs> They're sort of in their attempt to, off the back of it, create this new thing. They've just shown, actually, is really hard, and it's really hard to get footballers who've played the game but also can speak and, you know, know astutely what has happened in a game so it's quite a difficult thing to do that balance that chemistry that you have none of
1: well talking of being astute you lead this week in uh, the comedians uh, do I playing FPR. I think you're ahead of me yeah I'm on I'm on <sighs> 52 points you're on 63
0: that's because of Jack Harrison no doubt who uh, banged one in for leads this week
1: banged he, one he's in on your rocketed bench, one in
0: is he yeah. oh no
1: you've laid your bench boost
0: no. We've
1: oh, got Almiron on the bench. Have
0: a look. Oh.
1: God, you Oh, like... I
0: should have played my bench boost. Holy shit. Yeah. Harrison, Almiron, Edison, and Tarkovsky. What's that? 19, 28, 34 points
1: on the bench. Oh, no. You should have played it. I mean, that's insane, but I've still got three of my players to play games. And one of them is Ivan Tony, and I've captained him.
0: Oh, well, that's you'll be all right then, won't you?
1: What do you make of that, pal?
0: Well, I think you'll probably win. Do you think? What are you, 11 points behind. Have you made changes? Any minuses or anything?
1: Nope.
0: Okay, so you need 11 points from three players. And is it at Brighton playing Brentford?
1: Uh, no. Uh, Brentford are playing Southampton away, and um, Brighton are playing Palace at home.
0: Oh, well, Brighton will beat Palace comfortably.
1: I mean, what a
0: frustrating team to watch. Brighton, my God. That Leeds-Brighton game this weekend. Whoa.
1: So what do you make of it, John? What do you make of what happened with Leeds?
0: I've never seen a team play like that before. I've Who, never what? seen it done. So what do Brighton, mean? what they do, they literally, they don't just play like across the back four. They play sort of within their own box, for they'll they'll sit there for five or ten minutes. It's like um, it's like a standoff. They wait for you to press. I think Deserbi is a bit of a genius. He's obviously realised all football now is about pressing. If I develop a team that is specifically built to counteract pressing football, we'll win games. And it's re- if you don't press them, Lewis Dunk will just stand on the ball for ninety minutes. And it's only when you press and. I don't know how he's got it set up, but wherever that gap is, wherever you try and double up, they'll find that gap in about three passes. Wow. I and mean, you go from like this is the worst game. of I mean, What are they doing? Why are we not pressing them? And why are they not trying to move forward? To like, oh shit, they've scored! It's it's incredible to watch.
1: But is it as bad it to would watch drive as well? drives me mad as
0: a Brighton fan. Well, I mean, if you're winning, it's fine. And he came off that game it was too. All he came off his quotes We're like, "That's the worst I've felt in management that we should have won that game." I thought I was slightly unfair, but um, I I mean, it would drive me mad. And I don't like, I'm old school. I like avid. I like get rid. But if you are going to pass along the back, they do it bloody well, but it terrifies me. I mean, I couldn't couldn't be doing with that. We pass across the back very badly couple of passes back to Melier, he he absolutely leathers it. And you think, why don't we just do that at the beginning? And then all our other players will be a bit further up the pitch. But what they do, they do exceptionally well.
1: But what about the result? Happy with the result?
0: Well, uh, Phil Hay at The Athletic put it uh, better than anyone. It's a good point, but not a useful point. So you can't (laughs) say a point against Brighton is not a good result. However, it doesn't really help us, especially when Everton are fucking winning and Bournemouth are fucking winning. I tell you what, mate, Southampton. I tell you what, mate, this bloody Leeds Forest game.
1: (laughs) I'm going. You could
0: basically send us down. Are You going?
1: I'm going. I got a ticket.
0: Good luck. I hope you enjoy yourself. I hope we get fucking hammered.
1: I'm going. We're there in the away end, looking for you.
0: Begin it. Skiing it large. Oh, you right. might see my mate Andy waving at
1: you from uh, from behind the goal.
0: Really? I
1: say, I say waving. I mean, Bamford's going to play, isn't he? So you never know if I'm down the front. Am I all right, 40 hours of podcasting. What are you bloody oh, game course. Patrick? Give Pat a wave. Yeah. Pat, hey, Matt Ford, CPFPL. Hi, Roller. Good to Looks see good you. How is, how is Pat doing in our league? Do we know? I can get you that data now. Okay, just getting that open for you now. I you can else tell you he's you not top 10. Today. Joe Wilkinson's still
0: holding strong. He's only two points behind Russell Howard, and he's some 20 points ahead of Richard Osman, Ooh, who is I'm... two points ahead of Sophie Ridge. It's tied at the top.
1: Patrick Bamford is 13th. I'm okay. 14th. Where am I? You are 16th. Oh, stupid bloody game. Yeah. Loser, um, you a loser. Do you feel like a loser? Uh,
0: yeah, all the time.
1: It's your internal narrative. I'm a loser, I'm a loser, I'm a fucking loser.
0: I'm a loser, baby.
1: Da, 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 da. I like to harmonise when I sing long songs, you know. So if I was singing that, if I had a car, so it wouldn't be that. It'd be like in the kitchen making a salad. I'd go, I'm a loser, baby. So why don't you, What what's the words? Why Kill don't me. you hate? Why don't you kill me? Oh, that was really and what bad. What is that singing? Is it? I'm a Elizabeth Baby. So, why don't you kill me? I've got so little musical knowledge mm.
0: that I, it's something I'm very intimidated by. I hate music snobbery. I like, I know what I like. I've got I've, my palate for music is chicken dippers and chips. Do you know who are what I mean? they? <laughs> I know what I like. I like a simple dinner beige food salty slop that's what i like in my Go on, then, what
1: sort of stuff tell me what you like I mean, just I think all I'm the there.
0: all the normal stuff like? you know i'd be the sort of person who'd say like there haven't been any good new music in the last 20 years F- get, oh, not, Come on, man. Say, oh, you're just not listening mate you're not looking for it and i'm not looking for it because i've got everything i need i've got all the synth i need from the 80s <laughs> i've got my film soundtracks i've got the eagles I might have a bit of Frank Sinatra every now and again if I'm going Ooh. old school. But, I'd, you know, it's not... I was thinking about this this week. Lucy did uh, Tracks of My Years on Radio 2. Uh, BBC Radio. How unlucky is that? She does Tracks of My Years the week Ken Bruce leaves Radio 2. Got it. Why? Well, because Ken Bruce is a bloody icon, isn't he? I was saying to her, like, that's amazing you got Tracks of My Years because they have, like, bloody Diana Ross and people doing that. So that's incredible booking. And then, bloody, they... they Tossed off Ken Bruce, didn't they? Oh, I see. Threw so, threw him
1: on the slag heap. Oh, so who did it with her then?
0: Gary. Oh, hang on. Gary Oldfield. That's still cool. Uh, no, not Gary Oldfield. He's an actor. Gary Oldman.
1: Gary oldman's definitely uh, an actor.
0: Gary somebody. Gary. He used to present Top of the Pops. Gary Davies. Yeah, Gary Davies. Oh yeah, that's cool. classic DJ voice used to present top of the pops, a lot of that. So talk to me about tracks of your years, um, but I, you know, music is too much for me. Maybe I'm simple, but if I, I, I can't have it on.
1: John, what Lucy you have to realize so- is the, the genre never ends. So yeah. if you're into, say, guitar music,
0: what are you listening to when you're around, like Hampton Wick, with your friends? Um, what are you putting on on the vinyl while you sip your triple-hopped New Zealand IPA out of a fat glass?
1: Oh, like Miggy and the Moomogs. <laughs> <laughs> they're, like um, they're like a Swedish alt band. They only use like stuff that's sustainable. They find it in their kitchen. Um, I think I'm starting to discriminate against posh people. Well, like, I, think...
0: I had to turn the telly off this week because a band was being interviewed. I was like, why well, are posh people doing fucking music as well? You've got everything else, just f- off.
1: Well, this thing, music has become posh. Streaming has played a of good. Oh. This is what I was going to... My point, the two words I was going to say to you, John, mm-hmm. Sam Fender.
0: Okay. I would rebut that with
1: um, Marshmallow Fluff. Sam Fender is the greatest...
0: Oh, is, is hyperbole? <laughs> Where's it going to end? Is. Sam Fender is the... Are you done? Is that Sam Fender is the greatest?
1: Greatest, like, current... Greatest contemporary rock artist. Oh, it's getting worse. Right, I'm Googling Sam Fender. Lyrics. Yeah, Hypersonic myths is a great song. 17 Going Under is very good. Oh, 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 oh 17 going under. <laughs> God, it's good. So catchy.
0: Is that how he sings it? 17 going under. That was uh, Bob dylan
1: that was, wasn't it?
0: Yes, if you like. Right, I'm going to Google the lyrics to um, Saturday. To myself, that's got some good. Google. Overtired, overworked, underpaid, under pressure, always tying up loose ends. I like that. Um, there you go. A reference see. to Radio Four there. Um, a little <laughs> nod towards Clive Anderson. Uh, the unchained melody. Yeah, that's. I, I understand that musical reference. Out of tune remedy for the weekend to cure the... This is why I don't like music. Right, because I think. What I'm doing now to Sam Fender it probably constitutes a crime that I could be sued for. He could probably say, I heard you on the bloody podcast seeing my lyrics and I actually lost money. People stopped buying my albums. People are returning my stock just because of the sound of you a fucking voice reading my music.
1: I think that can get us out of this legally. Buy Sam yeah. Fender's music. Free call me dumb,
0: call me scum, call me plain and simple.
1: You're is scum, is you're is dumb, it? you're plain and you're simple.
0: Um, the the problem with music is it's too much for me so what Lucy was saying she will write with music on I can't do anything with music on if I put music on and it's any good I just stare at the wall and then the day's gone and I can't be having that if I put sad music on I want to top myself if I put happy music on I just want to get leathered and that's not, that you can't live your life like that.
1: Well, I, I John, I mildly surprise you. Um, I agree with that. I, I find any songs with lyrics completely distract me. Um, but sometimes if I, and very, I would say I've done this once, um, but a bit of classical music just for some ambient sound so it doesn't feel too miserable. But yeah, yes, but even I,
0: that, you put Barbers as Agio for strings on, what is the point? What is the point of anything? But you have music on when you're walking about, don't you?
1: yeah i have to yeah
0: to make you feel like you're in a film you have to why do you have to
1: because you're like in any situation why don't you want to make it as good as possible but uh well it's like um, eating plain rice every night wouldn't it (laughs) and so i have a podcast (laughs) on or some music i'm like i'm going for a walk and on top of that i can have this as well i can put a soundtrack on i can make this walk even more enjoyable for free
0: oh he loves britain doesn't he every now and again love life that's the
1: old the old 40 comes through well, I didn't say I was, like, marching down the mall listening to <laughs> Pomp and Circumstance. But, you know, I do I do like um, a bit of classical. As you know, I do like The Last Night of the Prom soundtrack. Um, but that's a separate matter. I just thought, you know, if you're going for a walk, it's almost like when people say, oh, here's a herb you could use in a dish. But the walk is the pasta and then the and then the music and the podcast are the seasoning. Oh, you might get I... out on a walk now. Email us. Hello at, uh, CPFPL.com. Emails because... if you're listening to classical music. Now, you know, we were talking about Zig and Zag and the um, <laughs> we were, yeah. our perceived we... lack of difference in the characters. Touch
0: all the current uh, trends on this podcast, don't we? The Eagles, Zig and Zag.
1: Well, someone grassed us up on Twitter to the creator of Zig and Zag and at what do you mean, all. creator? Well, Ben Farr tweeted. Uh, while I share a lot of your views on football and life, I'd like to distance myself from your, frankly, alienist comments made about at Double Z Creative <laughs> on this week's Comedians Ooh. FPL. So Double Z Creative, obviously the creator of Zig and Zag. he in replies, trouble? Okay, what did they say? Question mark, exclamation mark. So he's obviously thinks we've been slagging him off.
0: Yeah. I well, am a big fan of Zig and Zag.
1: Ben Farr sort of has a reverse ferret. It says, it was insinuated that their words, not mine. Zig and zag, please don't shoot the messenger, had very similar characteristics and were impossible to tell apart. The conversation did end with John Richardson saying he loved zig and zag. Yeah, emoji. Right. So Ben all Farr right. sort of got us in the shit and, and got us out. I, do, um, do you
0: know what? If, if we were to sort of earthquake and typhoon it, me and you as a sort of wrestling tag team. Yes, the natural disasters. I think probably Zag is a, is a fight we could win. I I don't know I'm not you know I don't condone violence in any way. But I I've got to say if we're going to get in trouble with another british double act I I would fancy my chances, you know, I think probably even Beckett and Whiddicombe could take us down. But um
1: I mean, Oh no, no no I, mean, I think Beckett would be tricky.
0: Well, I think I think tricky because I don't think you'd want to, you, you wouldn't want to hit him, would you? But then he'd sort of I think he'd scratch.
1: <laughs> yeah, but if he's hitting you, I think he's a biter. <laughs> I think Beckett, you'd just like you'd really struggle to put him on his arse. I just think it would just be like punching a bag of bricks. Yeah. Bloody hell, And I bet he can punch hard. I bet he yeah. knows how to like swing from the hips. He watches a lot of boxing. You know? So he Beckett's taking both of us tips. down and Widdicombe's just sort of coming in with snipe snide comments. Well, I I think Okay, let's well, It like this.
0: a natural disaster. There, he was shit himself.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, and I'd laugh. Yeah, I think he then. I think he's a spitter as well. I think he. I think he <laughs> me He make me laugh, and then he'd spit in my mouth. <laughs> and slap me dead hard. I'd be like all over the. I'd be like, oh, f- I'd be like you don't look like this sort of guy, man. What,
0: what am I doing at this point? Am I not backing you up? Probably no, like, not.
1: R- Rob Beckett has pummeled you into mulch. <laughs> You're just like you look like you've been put through like a sausage blender. I yeah, I of like pink meat.
0: <laughs> but zig and zag, we could have
1: problem with zig and zag is obviously we're outnumbered because there's two of them plus the puppeteer. Yes, that's true. It's three on two, isn't it?
0: Which one do you go for? Do you go for zig and zag to sort of puppeteer right in the face, upset the puppeteer? Actually, you could be... bring Vinny, I assume if, if if we're if it's puppet on puppet.
1: No, I want to go bare knuckle. The um the um <laughs> the the uh, the any padding will will only uh, help your opponent so he'll have zig and zag on his hands he's effectively like way down make him hard to move surely
0: there's one zig and one zag it's not one guy doing zig and zag is it
1: we've got four people to fight
0: i'd be a mess if it's one guy doing zig and zag mind blown i just always assumed there was two of them down there
1: okay so we've got four fight four guys yeah
0: well two aliens two guys
1: also, I'd just be, like, knackered early. I'd throw a couple of punches be like, my asthma would start. I'd be too starstruck. I couldn't punch, Zig. No, I, I think we need to de-escalate this and say we don't want to fight any other double X.
0: Okay. Well, you do most podcasts anyway, so you just end up punching yourself.
1: Punch myself in the face. Um, just
0: repeatedly twatting yourself. <laughs> it's rock and roll football takes on the British history's political scandal <laughs> thing. <laughs> F- twatting
1: <laughs> thing. yourself
0: on the floor.
1: So... Thank you so much for downloading this. And we really do mean it. Don't forget to leave a five-star written review on whatever podcast platform you consume this. And if you need more CPFPL in your life, and let's face it, you do, subscribe to us on anotherslice.com for extra content. It's your way of helping support the podcast. T- uh, t- t- tweeters and treaters at ComediansFPL. Always email hello at cpfpl.com and leave that review. It's your good deed for the week. Bye. Bye.